Action Park Media. Welcome to Entertain Her. I'm Sarah Sanderson. Hi, guys. Erica Cedeno. Hi, everybody. Erin Coscarelli and her very raspy voice. It has not subsided. I have had this raspy voice for a week. No way. (laughs) At least you have your voice, though, because she kind of lost it for a second, right? And I had to go to work the day I lost my voice and talk about (laughs) Roger Federer. And I was like, Roger. It was awful. I'm like, I don't even know why they Oh my God. Wait, so what happened? Why did you lose your voice? So I had gone to a dinner. I want to say it was a a Friday. Obviously, it was like almost, yeah, it was essentially a week ago. And there was like a live band, like a really nice live little band. And so for me, when I strain or project my voice over a long period of time, it happens after every Super Bowl week. Um, I tend to, cause Super Bowl week, if you know, you guys know, I work in NFL and I was with NFL network for many years, we would do our show and then we would have all these events. Sarah's been to some of them with me leading up to the week of Super Bowl. So your voice never really gets a break. And if you're constantly straining it. Yeah. So I was like, please, Lord, Give me my voice back. And there's really nothing you can do other than time and not use it. But I'm you have to rest it. Yeah. Aaron, same thing happens to me. I lose my voice all the time, like at least a couple times a year. Back when I used to even waitress and I would lose my voice, I'd have to just like write in a like write a sign. Like, what would you like? I don't have a voice. I'd still go to work. <laughs> so I feel you on that. Um, I quit improv originally because I kept losing my voice. So like I get it. Uh, but you sound, I think, great. You sound uh, sexy. Um, but so, you guys, I think let's, um, now that Zulai is not here today, it's just us three. I think that we should uh, bring us into the wind down on our own. Maybe Isabella <laughs> will help with it. <laughs> sound good? Let's try Wanna it. Try it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Right, watch my fingers. Three, two, one. The wine, the wine down. Um, oh my god, can't do Was it. Was it good? Can't do it. I didn't it. even hear you, you dog. Did you say it? I matched Sarah's voice. You're always coming in last. I don't know why. Me? Yes, <laughs> damn it. I mean, it must be my Wi Fi. I have no idea. You know, I don't know. All right, you guys, I'm gonna go because oh. I need to, I need to update you guys on this snail pet thing idea. So this is why I don't leave the house because, you know, things happen. Rules get broke. We decided we weren't going to allow a stale pet. Okay. I go to Aaron's birthday bash, which she'll talk about that. I'm sure. Cause it was amazing. Um, and I leave the house. I don't know. I think I'm there to, to help her set up. I leave the house at 2.30 and I'm gone until like midnight. So I'm gone for a long time. I wake up today and both kids now have Tupperware full of snails. And I'm, and they're like, Jackson woke me up at 6.30 this morning. He's like, can you turn the alarm off? And I'm like, why? And he goes, I'm going to go outside and check on our snails. And I'm like, what do you mean snails? So while I was gone, Matt took the kids on a walk and they found snails along the way and they wanted to bring them home. And of course, 
dad said yes. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? We can't have these things. So they were inside the house. I mean, they're just like, they're so cute. But now these kids like are taking these sales out and they're in the house. And I'm just like, so, oh, and Matt, Matt told me last night, she tried to bring the snail. She, she, we give the kids a massage every night, which by the way, that does not, that sh, we got them used to massages, which is terrible. And last night she was like, I don't need a massage. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I'm, I'm okay, daddy. I don't need a massage. She had a snail in her hand and was trying to take it to bed with her last night. She's going to crush the snail. <laughs> Wait, also, here's my thought. They took these snails on the way. What if snails, like, do snails have, like, little families like we have, and now their snails are missing? <laughs> I don't know, but now there's, like, a family of snails in Tupperware, and I feel bad for the snails. Like, they don't belong in Tupperware. They, like, closed it with, like, aluminum foil, and they put, like, fruit, berries, and leaves, and... I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to do about this. I'm These like snails not... are are wild and free snails. Like you got to raise some farm snails. I think exactly. It's it, it's so interesting and so funny because I feel like this is like parenting 101. You know, like whenever you whenever you get a kid that's not your kid a birthday gift. Like I'm always wondering if the parent is gonna love me or hate me. You know what I mean? Like I had one friend get Stephanie's son like a bazooka. And a bazooka, like Nerf gun, whatever those stupid things are called. And um, like, I don't know, does the parent appreciate it? Like one time I got my niece a bunch of Play-Doh coloring stuff and then coloring for her hair because she's like kind of into that. And I'm like, does this <laughs> mean the mess for the parent to clean up and, and have to deal with? So it's funny because you're hearing Erica's like real life parenting boundaries of like getting a pet snail, which is what Aviana wanted for her birthday, which was last week. And now the floodgates have opened and it is a mollusk farm at Erica's house, <laughs> you know? So I just think, by the way, when I'm gone, of course, yeah. this yeah. happens. That's the yeah. best. I mean, what I'm scared say? to leave the, the house away, tonight. The, the mice will play. Oh yeah, they're gonna do more. Well, Wait, Erin, I just had that happen. My friend, it was her uh, three-year-old son's birthday, so I was, and they don't have a pool, and they live in the valley, and so I'm like, oh, I got them this really cool dinosaur because it was a dinosaur-themed party. This dinosaur that sprays water like a sprinkler. So I thought that'd be pretty cool in the summer, and <laughs> so I texted her and I was like, hey, and it was like kind of expensive. It was from Pottery Barn. Text her. I'm like, hey, did his gift come? She goes, yeah, it did. It's huge. I'm like, oh, I guess I don't think she liked it. You know what I mean? It's like that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like you get them the dollhouse, and now the parent oh. has to figure out where to put the dollhouse. The parent has to put the damn dollhouse together. Like you that's know what I'm the saying? worst. I tell people no big gifts. Like it has to fit in a basket or like in a bin. You know, or messy gifts. Think about like. Kids Slime. like or even a drum set. You know what I'm saying? Loud gifts. Yeah. I've given a mini piano before. I'm sure they also didn't like that. It's a thing, huh? Like I don't have kids, but like I, I do have empathy and I think about the parent in the way of will they be cool based on the parents perspective. So it's almost like you're getting to have to think about two people, the child and what they're into 
And then like Erica likes to keep a tight, clean, neat house. So am I also embarking on her boundaries by getting her daughter something with lots of accessories? So what you're getting at is you should just get a gift card, right? Is that what you're getting at? Because you love gift cards, which by the way, Erica, what did I do? Amazing, amazing (laughs) gift, a gift card. Oh, good. And and to To the wrong email. (laughs) Oh, no. But I was able to retrieve it. All good. And it's so cute. It's jewelry. And so she's going to match. I'm going to get her the same bracelet that Sarah got me. Actually, it's so pretty. Look, so I'm going to get her the same one. So we have like a mommy and me matching bracelet. It was a great gift, Sarah. Thank you. So Erica, what are you going to do with these snails? You now have a snail farm and you're going to keep them? I don't know. This is like now it's, you know, I think Matt broke the rule. The rule was no snail. So now he's got it like figured out. It's not, it's not my thing anymore. Now it's his thing with the snails. I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. All right. Well, speaking of birthdays, we got, uh, one of our own it's, Oh, my voice is trying to match yours. (laughs) It is Aaron's 25th birthday. (laughs) Yeah, Um, girl. Yeah. What? Tell me. I'm so bummed. I missed celebrating last night. Uh, tell us about it. And like, what are you planning to do for your birthday week month? Like, do you do a month? Some people yeah, do a whole year. I, I should. I, I think I am. I think I'm going to do a whole year, to be honest, because this is a big year for me. Um, But you know what I did yesterday was so sweet. Allie and Erica really helped put together this kind of like very last minute girls sound bath healing party. Um, And I just because like, you know, we're going to dinner tonight and it's a small group. Obviously, we know Sarah with with Isabella is on a tight ship. Otherwise, we would have you there. Sorry, Isabella. Didn't mean to blame you, girl. Anyways, so knowing we were going to do kind of a small dinner Allie is the expert in birthday planning and she kind of nailed it that like we used to have huge birthday dinners where there would be like 15 to 20 women all out and it just got excessive because, you know, look, at the end of the day, you have 15, 20 women who all eat and drink differently and then to kind of merge everybody's lifestyle, eating, drinking habits into one combined because that's what we would do, right? We would split one bill 10 ways and some people would not be happy about it. And also too, you added, Oh, go ahead. I think I did a stand up bit on this. Oh, you did. That's right. And yeah. And you are a proponent of not feeling like it's fair to have to, to split a bill when someone's splitting a salad and not getting a drink with someone who's getting the lobster and getting five drinks. Yeah. I think, I think like, and I try to be cognizant if I know people at the table are not drinking to say, Hey, like that person didn't even drink. Like I'll definitely pay more. Or if everyone's sharing plates and like, I'm like, you know what? I feel like the steak tonight. I would then at the end be like, Hey, you know, I didn't share and I got the steak. Like, let me, let me put the tip. Let me put in more, whatever it is. Not like nickel and dime. Exactly. You owe this, you owe that, but just to be, and sometimes they don't care. They're like, Oh, I don't care to split it. But you like acknowledge like, Hey, I know you didn't order $40 of alcohol yourself, you know? And I, I agree with that. And I think that that's a good way to look at things for me though, in the past, how I've just had to get through it is just accept that that's part of the gift of doing that with my girlfriend is like, 
trying to keep it low maintenance. And if it means splitting the bill and it ends up being 150 ahead, that's my contribution. Because like, I kind of think that's what I think about going into it, that I'm like, I'll just end up splitting it equally amongst all different types. But anyway, so to kind of mitigate that, I think we've nailed on a somewhat good solution, which is keep it small. Plus you want to be able to spend time in catching up and you know, even Erica said yesterday, and it's true, like we do these little dinners as a birthday to the girl, but it's also like a little birthday to all of us because we're so busy. We don't get together as much as we used to. So, um, so yeah, so tonight we're doing like a little dinner and it's small. So I kind of wanted to, over the past two years, as you guys know, on the podcast, I've had some tough times in my life in the way of losing my, you know, close family, couple of close family members, very close together. And so I wanted to say thank you to the women who have offered me so much compassion. And I thought about it a lot in that the girlfriends in my life are so incredible because they don't give me gifts. They give me like co-regulation when my nervous system is stressed. They give me compassion when I'm feeling shame. Or they're just helping me lighten my already mentally cluttered, heavy load of stress that we tend to impart on ourselves as women in today's day and age. Everybody's taking on so much. We're all such sensitive beings. And so I wanted to just do kind of a thank you um, to those women. So we had a sound bath. We had a cocktail guy who came and, you know, was really cute was the only, the thing that I planned, cause Allie really is like so incredible and extraordinary. The thing that I planned was the names of the drinks on the drink, little cocktail menu. Was it Johnny? No, no it was someone else. Yeah, um, no, but no. It, he was great. Whoever it was, was fabulous. And it, the names of the drinks were all the feelings and um alignment I want to bring into my new year so I called in intuition which was a tequila yellow that was was the best one that was the hit it was a yellow bell pepper infused habanero something tequila drink and it was fabulous there was clarity surrender peace and something else and oh abundance and um so that was my little um involvement in last night's event but it was a lot of fun it was great music it was everybody I love they sang me happy birthday they got me this sweet super amazing incredible cake beautiful cake it was like Like, made out of crystals it was absolutely incredible and from beginning to end I was just feeling so much love which was what I had asked my sound bath woman to call in for everyone that was there And we did a little women's circle and everybody got vulnerable. It was really sweet. It was just like, those are the moments that I, I feel where I, when I get really busy and I start to feel stress and overwhelm and I go into shutdown paralysis, I start to kind of ask myself the questions that make me feel really good about myself, which is when I was younger, I always worried about if people liked me. And now, you know, I reframe that question And I go, do I like me? And one of the things that I really like about myself is that I have you in my life. I have you in my life. And I have all of these incredible women in my life. 
And there's a country song that I repeat all the time because it's like, I must be doing something right. Because if these extraordinary women choose me, something must be pretty cool about myself. So I'm not trying to say like, put all your self-worth in your friends. But if you have friends who really love you and, and teach you and back you and grow with you and challenge you and hold you accountable, I think you're doing something right. You know what I'm saying? So that last night was like a real reflection of that. And I just feel grateful. You know, I feel gratitude. It was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. We missed you, Sarah. We were dancing like idiots. Oh, it sounds so fun. I love everything that you said. It was so beautiful. I loved my favorite part was we went around a circle and we we introduced ourselves and said, what do you like about yourself? And I love that part because obviously we don't do that very often. And then what, what were we, what were we manifesting, um, yesterday? And I just, what do you like about yourself? What, what did we say? Um, I said that I like about myself that I have boundaries and I can easily, easily, effectively uh, create those boundaries for myself. And I kind of just say what's on my mind. I I don't hold back. I don't keep things in. Um, Yeah, I think that's what I shared yesterday. What did you share, Edog? Yeah, and just to go back to what you said, I think that's why there's such a gravitational pull with my relationship with Erica. Because she does speak up herself. There is no shortage of her really like knowing what she wants and really being able to communicate it. Whether you want to hear it or not, I admire that trait. I do. I really do. And it's it's great to have a friendship where you learn from that because I've always seen her do that in her friendships. I've always seen her do that with her relationship to Matt. And it's amazing when you see a feminine energy feel empowered enough and confident enough to speak up for herself, which is something that I've always struggled with. Um, So that's probably a lot of why there's a great yin and yang between us because she teaches me, you know, she teaches me a lot. Um, What I said about myself that I like is I'm very curious. Mm. I'm sort of curious about getting somebody on the phone who has an industry that I don't understand much about and creating connection through an exchange of information. So I do these weekly women interviews. You know, I have women crush Wednesdays that I am so obsessed with that I do just because it's a passion of mine and it offers me insight to a perspective of someone I don't really know that well. And so I, I, and then to be able to broadcast that it's, it's not lost on me that I found my perfect calling as a journalist, as a broadcaster, because I think that to be able to facilitate, and like we did last night with the women's circle, to be able to facilitate a story. And if that story, like we had a young girl there who was a grad student at USC who was studying architecture. In fact, that was her stepdad was the AI meta guy. Oh, that was her stepfather. So you met her mom and her. I met her and her mom at the tequila line (laughs) at USC's football game against Washington State. 
And like, that's what's so cool about life. And then they've invited me. We've stayed in touch. I love the mom. We've stayed in, the mom loves me because of course her daughter's incredible. And I bring her along, you know, to experience, she stayed to the very end and to be able to experience such incredible, safe, welcoming, nurturing adult women, you know, like that's what I think my gift can be. So I invited her along, but we just met at a game and then they invited me to brunch. And then the dad started talking about really interesting stuff. So anyways, I'm going too far too long, but I just like that about myself. There's something about that, that I think is, is cool. That is very cool. That's why you're so good at your job. E-Dog. I love that. Sarah, what would you have said if you were there? I would have said, I like that I have big boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. Um, I would say, just kidding, but obviously I'm not just kidding. No, no, I would have said that like I was funny. So haha, I had to (laughs) give you a joke first. (laughs) No, I think it's good to not take yourself too seriously. And I... Growing up, it's funny because um, my stepdad would always say I was so immature. Like, he'd be like, you're so immature. Or like, you have a potty mouth. Or Oh, know, my God. Did you? That I'm that I'm silly. He thinks like if you say like fart, it's a potty mouth. Like, no. But it's funny because, you know, then I started doing improv and, and making a lot of money doing comedy. And so I said to him like, oh, yeah, I guess my immature self, you know, got a little payout for that. Like, it's like I've just always been really silly, like especially growing up. So. And Isabella is going to be super silly because both of you and Doug are very funny. So, yes, I hope so. What if she's not? What if she's like, she's a tough critic. I I actually, Erin, what I appreciate about you, too, is that for your birthday, you always try to do something that's very mindful. Unlike me for my birthday, Erin's always like, it's your birthday. What are we going to do? I'm like, nothing, nothing. I don't really celebrate my birthday. And if I do it's usually only with dinner, which is really nice, but you always do experiences. Um, You always like think above and beyond, like, how am I going to get these friends together, these women together and create a memory, which I love so much. Cause I feel like I do that with my kids, but I don't do that for myself with my birthday. So maybe next year I'm going to plan like an experience of some sort, because last year you did that boat that amazing trip to where, where, where were we? Redondo beach. Redondo beach. Remember she got a house. I went there and spent the night with you and you fell asleep on me. I was like up by myself watching TV and she was like passed out on the couch, but no, we had an amazing trip. We did like a boat. We were on a boat and we laughed and danced and drink. And I don't know. I just remember those are memories. And I'll remember this, the sound bath and oh. the manifesting and stuff. So I really appreciate that you do that oh. for yourself, but it's for us too. Yeah. You know? Do you know, growing up as a kid, um, every year for my birthday, I used to have a slumber party with about five girls and we would stay up all night and we would make fake newscasts and commercials. And when a couple of years we did like the tonight show and we'd be pretend like runway models or celebrities, like that's what I would do for my birthday every year. What would you guys do growing up? I would do roller skating parties a lot. Like my parents would rent. I was a big roller skater. Um, 
Yeah, I remember that. And then I would, once we got a little bit older, we would do slumber parties. And I remember doing like dance, dance routines a lot. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. friends and that's um, right. I did that too. I remember doing that and performing them in front of your parents, right? And they were having to sit through this performance that you thought was so excellent. <laughs> right? Yes. yes. Oh, I remember those. And you're nervous. Yeah. To go back to your mindful comment, I appreciate that. And you know what um, means the most to me more than anything is when I get time with the people I love. So Erica came, gosh, two hours before the sound bath, you know, and look, we know how busy she is to, even though I know I'm her best friend and she is crazy about me and it's like this mutual obsession. It, I am always so grateful when people do that, do that. That is the, that is the gift. Don't get me anything. Other than that, the time I can get with you because everybody's so busy, it's an investment. And so when I can bring women together and we can like really connect and there's like joy happening and an exchange of playfulness and silliness, I mean, we were laughing so, and then we had a tarot card reading, um, which was really interesting. And I completely forgot everything she told me. So there goes, there goes <laughs> my brain. And I don't I have- I had one tarot card reading. I was at a um, a shower and she told me I was going to get diarrhea. <laughs> Shut what? the fuck up. Yes. So I was at a baby shower and like I went last and I was nervous. I'd never had my cards read. So I was like, I don't know what she's going to say. They're like, oh, this lady's really good. And like women were coming out crying. They're like, oh my God, she said this and this. And so then I go in and, and she goes, um, she looks at me and she like had all this like weird, like incense stuff. And was like, I don't know, just like getting my vibes, I guess. And then she puts the cards out and then she goes, Oh no. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> she goes, you're going to get diarrhea. And she like goes, you should drink my tea. And I'm like, and you know me, I'm a germaphobe. I was like, um, no, thanks. <laughs> I don't want your tea. Um, she, she did also did say that I wouldn't get married for many years. This was a long time ago and that my guy would be funny. So she said that, um, oh. but when I walked out, everyone at the party is like, so what'd she say? And I was like, um, that I'm going to have diarrhea. Like it, it was you? the, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I don't know what she saw, why she said that it was very weird. I was the only person who got that. So that was my tarot card reading experience. I wish I would have done it yesterday. I'm going to have to uh, do it. I want to host a, a, like a couple's sound bath. She was talking about um, possibly doing that. So I'm thinking about hosting that. You, and like, should, oh, you, should, you should put together an itinerary, E, host it at your house, have someone like her come and charge the couples. <laughs> no? Charge the couples. I'm not trying to no, make money like my friends. Oh, it would whatever. Be, it would be like friends. But- Erin, what'd she say? What was your tarot card reading? Well, okay. I have had one psychic reading that actually panned out. And it was really fascinating because I had just gone out of this relationship with my ex, this guy named Julian. And we were together for a couple of years and I called this psychic and she told me that I was going to have a son 
and that I was going to get married to somebody with the first initial of J. And I'm like, damn it. I don't want to get back together with this, you know, previous person. I won't, I'll, I won't, I won't hold judgment against this person, but I, yeah, I said, oh man, like, I hope that's not true. And then it ended up being true that I would get married to a, somebody with a initial J I got married to John. So it was just really funny because the psychic thing there's, I believe does hold water to some degree. She, uh, yesterday, Kathy, Kathy Chu, she's amazing. She's the one that does breath work and sound bath and tarot readings. And she's super spiritually aligned with people. She pulled the chariot card, but I don't remember. I, I took a picture of it. Um, I guess I can pull it up. But it um, it said, oh, it just said the chariot. Okay, there's nothing on. I think she should have, I should have taken a picture of the back. So I don't know. I'll have to look that up. But she's, I had asked her about my relationship with my mom. Because, you know, since losing my dad, my relationship with my mom has been obviously harder with, you know, with the loss of, of your lifelong partner and trying to, um, establish my own boundary of not feeling so guilty or responsible for her as that has been my experience. When you lose a parent, you think about the other parent a lot. So, um, she had some interesting insight on that. I'll have to really think about it though, because it was late and I was tired and I just wanted to go to bed. (laughs) Sarah, how are you doing by the way? So you're in, you're not, in uh, LA at the moment, right? Yeah, no, I'm in La Quinta. I'm doing well. I just, um, trying to get Isabella to eat right now. So it's not working out (laughs) for all those moms out there. It's like, you know, you gotta, your boobs are like, come on, I need you. I need you to go. No, we've been having fun out in La Quinta, just putting out some fires with house stuff. Not much going on over here. I've been wanting to play pickleball and then it hasn't worked out. It's been like windy. So I went on walks. That's my the extent of things. Walks what, and what Isabella. And is, she's up like every 90 minutes. So I'm so tired, like at night. We're going to come visit you. We already decided. Maybe we're going to do it end of May, early June. Well, for those of you listening who are like, are they getting to a topic today? I guess we never addressed that, that we were just catching up today and we're doing a catch up week, like a wind down episode. Well, yeah. So like Sarah said, this was kind of a little catch up. There's so much going on in our lives and 
birthday celebrations and babies in La Quinta that are always well-dressed and um, we'll have to continue the snail saga because I'm really curious how this <laughs> all ends up panning out. Like, do the snails have names yet? Uh, Jackson named his Herman, I believe. Herman. <laughs> and Aviana has so many in there that I'm sure she hasn't figured out names. She has like, I think I counted like five in there. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I heard they multiply too. You know, they mate, they mate, and then they have babies and they lay eggs, like tons of them. So I'm just like, I just want to release, release them back in the wild and just be done with this idea. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. How fast do these babies come out? I don't know. I have to do research. I have to do, I, I have to do my research. <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm just going to get them a dog and be done, <laughs> you know, like one that doesn't. What shed. if this was their trick all along? Like, Hey mom, can we get a dog? And you're like, no. And they're like, what can we get that she'll really hate that she'll just give into totally. the dog? We're going to get a bunch of snails. We're going to love these snails. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Those kids they are so got cool. you. Right. I know. And the fact that Matt just said yes, while I was gone, like this, this is what happens last time I left for, Oh, I, it was for your birthday. Um, when he Jackson used to have long hair, which I used to love. And I we, we would put it like a little man bun, you know, cause he plays soccer and that's what soccer players do. They wear man buns. It looks cute. And I went to Aaron's birthday. It was two years ago. Then when we went to Napa, do you remember that? It was oh, so yeah. it was like for the weekend. I come home and Jackson's head is shaved. Like his head is shaved. And I was like, you can't do these things while I'm gone. Like you have to, we have to discuss it, you know, family discussion. So yeah, this is why I don't leave home because rules. <laughs> because you don't trust the decisions of your husband. That's great. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, babe, but I am. <laughs> All right. Well, send us a DM if there's any topics you want us to address. We are always open for suggestions. Uh, this has been an episode of Entertain Her. I'm Sarah Sanderson. This is Isabella Allen. Erica Cedeno. I'm Erin Coscarelli. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, we got another one. Thank you, whoever you are. We appreciate it. And uh, we will see you next week. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>